Report episode of 2021. Today is January 17th, and we're three days from a new president taking office. It's been a few weeks since we got together, so I imagine there's plenty to discuss. But let's start by introducing my co-hosts. Over there on the internet is Chris. Hey, how's it going? Wasn't sure if you were still there. <laughs> Sorry, that was and, uh, and our other co-host, Ryan. Hello. I, I am actually here. Oh, good. He responded promptly. That's fantastic. Uh, man, it's been a few weeks since I talked to you guys. Well, for this purpose, at least. And probably, what, pre-holidays, I think. Uh, Pre-Christmas. I was like, yeah, well, before Christmas, probably. I was, I was, so, I was talking about our uh, dumpster fire ornament, so I know it was before Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. Dumpster fires. Uh, so, how you been? Uh, I, I've been pretty good. Um Enjoying the new year and, and enjoying all of the uh, fun news that's been coming through through for the new year. Yeah, um, looking great. forward to 2022. <laughs> we're 17 days in and we're done. <laughs> Time to move on to next year. Yep. It's amazing how much a changing of a number actually doesn't change anything. <sighs> Shocking. I didn't see that coming at all. It's mind-blowing. Oh, well. Uh, how were your holidays, uh, Chris? Uh, pretty uneventful because of the lockdown. I didn't do anything. Uh, yeah, we uh, opened presents via FaceTime. It was, it was, it was great. As good as it could be, I guess. I I respect your decision on that to be safe. I do not. How I, dare you be safe? Considering the fact that family members came down tested positive for COVID shortly after that, I it was a smart choice. Wow, Ryan, you have any fun holiday stories you want to share? Uh, yeah, I had I had a really riveting uh, one myself. No, it was just uh, it was just me and the wife uh, this year. Uh, usually, we have all of a, uh, my wife's family over, but um, because of COVID, you know, we didn't have anybody over, so it was just a kind of a duo for Christmas this year. And we just kind of opened a few small gifts that we got each other, and that was pretty much it. Watched Christmas movies and. Hung out. That was about it. Cool, cool, cool. It was uh, definitely the the year for small things and and hoping for better times. I guess that's for true. I managed to <clears throat> get my parents and my sister in the garage with the door open, so we had ventilation at a socially distance spacing out. Uh, and I kept having to tell my mom, we, we're not allowed to hug mom. I can't get that close to you. It's not, a, not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but I, she wouldn't, there's no way I could have gotten through a second holiday without probably being at least in her presence. No pun intended. <laughs> since Thanksgiving was a total wash. <clears throat> and it's been what, three, three weeks since Christmas. And so far everyone's healthy. So I take that as we, we didn't do too bad. Keeping with the protocols that were needed. So, woo, New Year. Off to a good start. Chris, are you going to say something? No, I think, I think I'm glad it worked out for you guys because I know some people, it just it just hasn't. Yeah, you know, we did what we could. And gosh, I really hope next Christmas can be more more normal. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. I hope so. I, I just like to be able to go out and do stuff again. But since we can't do stuff and we're inside all the time with very little to do outside of our homes, 
and there was this whole holiday break thing. Did you guys play any video games? Oh, no. I was strictly um, abstained from all forms of digital entertainment while I was oh. for an extended period of time. This will be a short episode then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I- I've largely only been playing this one stupid game called Sea of Thieves. But... Oh, man, that stupid game? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, haven't we all been playing that together? Maybe. What a great segue. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, I heard something about something last night. Well, no, I need I need to go back because I just started playing with this with you guys like 3 weeks ago or something. And that was my first exposure to this game. I never tried playing it before. So, I'm curious how long ago you guys even started with this thing if there was a huge gap in between or if it's been consistent for a while and and how that's gotten to this point. Well, I can't speak for Ryan. Good, good, Ryan. Good, good, good. Well, I mean, personally, I, I so I bought it. I I don't want to say it was either the day of or a couple days after it first came out, um, and played it pretty consistently for a couple months, and then kind of got disappointed with the lack of content. It seemed kind of, uh, I don't want to say rushed, but there just there wasn't a whole lot to do and. It felt like the game needed more content, and I stopped playing it for about a year, year and a half, and then recently, about a month and a half ago or so, uh, decided to give it another shot, and they've added a whole bunch of new stuff. So it's been uh, it's been a good experience so far. Yeah, mine was the same. I I did not buy it when it first came out, though. I got it a part of the Microsoft was having something about like, hey play games on us for i think when they first started their streaming service i think maybe i can't really remember it coincided with something that they were doing and i was able to play the game for free and i was the exact same thing like yeah this game seems cool but man there's not a lot to do (laughs) i've already done the same things over and over again Uh, i guess i'll come back to this later so but it has been fun i mean we've we've had some good times recently yeah i so when it came out i mean it kind of I understand where you're coming from because I, I I looked at some videos. I you know some of the sites I follow did some stuff, and I went, "Wow, this is nothing." What do you do? I, you go around and you fight stuff and you find cool things, and but there's like no real. It felt like there was no soul to it or something. Um, so I just I checked out like immediately. I didn't even look at it for a while, and that was game's been out for almost three years. I think it's like March or May, uh, 2018. So since I've been using Game Pass on PC for a year or something now which by the way i love game pass i could try so much stuff that i wouldn't probably pay money for typically um and i'm not sure how i got looped in on this but at some point one of you guys asked me if i had sea of thieves and i was like no but it's free so i can and since then it's kind of the only live game i want to play it turns out but not usually by myself it's got I can keep myself entertained alone, but it doesn't seem to really be where it shines. Well, no. let's be let's be real here. We all know what you do by yourselves in video games. Well, I know, I should say. Thank you for including the qualifier of video games on that. <laughs> yes. You like to go look for the most ridiculous achievements in the game and then go do them. It usually involves you looking in every nook and cranny of every single level of every single area that we go into and it's it's great 
hey, and, and last night, and we'll get to the story of what happened before that, but after everybody logged out and I was uh, on the Reaper's hideout by myself, I knew that there was something over there that was part of the like exploration uh, uh, commendation list. And I found it and it was a pirate version of Never Gonna Give You Up. And I don't know if that says a lot about me that I wanted to find the book or that that's in the game. Or that you got Rickrolled. Yeah, the actual, the accommodation is called Merrick Rolled. <laughs> oh, his name is Merrick. I just got that joke. Oh, my okay. God. Uh, so what's happening right now when I go find these dumb things is that they're, they're often so meme in content that I'm like, ah, maybe I should stop looking for these things because they're real dumb. Maybe someone should update them from 2018. Do, the, the real question is, do you get enjoyment out of it? And the answer is yes, then it's worth your time. I like the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I think I told you guys about <laughs> the thing where... There's a there's like a skeleton throne scattered around the world, and if you if you just go up to one and you sit, use the emote sit, it triggers a commendation. There's like you know you finish them out and you get something at the end. But one of them I came across is up on a cliff, and you can't get to the cliff by walking. You have to shoot yourself up there with the cannon. <laughs> and I nailed it on the first try. I was so proud of myself for landing right in the chair. And I guess what I'm saying is I'll keep playing these dumb things for a while. But I also can go pretty hard and then like burn myself out. So we'll see if that balances. The more I play with you guys, probably the better for me. I, I, I tend to, to burn myself out on the game. And that's that's initially where I lost interest was was uh, people didn't really want to play the game as much. So I was going out and trying to do things by myself. And it, it's just not the same. You know, you get you get just a different experience when you're playing with other people. You have more more things you can do you don't you, you know you have somebody to watch your back and it just it changes the dynamic of the game you have more people to screw around with and actually have fun than just be by yourself and go oh okay my ship sunk or i'm standing on the desert island all by myself trying to dig up this treasure <laughs> i don't know or being by yourself and getting attacked by anybody else and just being like well i'm probably going to lose because there's one of me and there's I can't at least two of them. Steer and fire and repair at the same time. Correct. Yep. Yes, which is which is something that happened to me when I was trying to grind out some of my merchant rep. Which, by the way, if, if you're listening to this and you don't know what that is, they have three main reps: gold hoarders, merchants, and the sea of the souls rep. Um, order and of the souls. order of the souls, whatever. They're, they're, it's a, yeah. <laughs> I was doing the merchant rep, and uh, I had a level four galleon reaper chase me down or level five Reaper with a galleon of four people chased me down. And I was a single guy on a sloop with a level two <laughs> merchant rep. And I was like, to heck, you're going to get my stash. So I, I tootled around in the sea for about an hour and they were still chasing me. So I went, screw it. And I ran the ship up into the oasis of the uh, end of the map. And it's, it basically sinks your ship and you lose all your loot. And I felt really uh, vindicated by that. I'm like, well, if you can't have it, nobody, if I can't have it, nobody can. So, it's actually not a bad idea. It's, it's a rather, I just, yeah. I can just imagine the cursing and the oh, what a poor sport that guy is. And I'm like, really? It's it's me versus four people. I'm like, it's just not going to happen. It. I I have to give the game credit. Well, I give the game I gain credit for a lot of things. It turns out, but 
it has certainly given me opportunities to feel like a pirate ass pirate on more than one occasion. What, um, what exactly is a pirate ass pirate? It's when you think of a pirate, it's exactly that. Ah, okay. It's not like a kind of pirate. It's like that's no, that's a, a pirate ass pirate. I see. For example, was it was it last week or two weeks ago when we were just we're just out? I think we might have been rolling with the Reaper flag to attack other people, but we came across those guys who were just finishing a massive boss event. <laughs> yeah, and opened the vault where all the loot was, and we killed them all and took all their stuff. And yes. I feel like being on on the other side of that would make me so mad. But having been on both sides now, it's it's you know, like that. Sometimes it happens if you're not going to fight them off well. I guess that you kind of deserve it. Yeah, and it, and yeah. it happens, and, and and I never minded that as long as it was a fair fight, and I felt like, yep, we you know we weren't protecting our ship well enough, or you know whatever. Then then I got what I deserved, and you know we just got out pirated. It's when you're <laughs> it's when you're one on four, or when you're just like, yeah, that's, there's no way, you know, we're we're outmatched in every shape of the of the way and you know you're just like eh, it's not really a fair fight you know but i keep my head on a swivel in that game now yep always looking um, something similar happened to 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 chris and i when we were doing one of the crazy quests that you get from the lady who stands outside of the <laughs> uh the the tavern and it's like those ones that are currently free and there's like go to these eight islands and dig up like it's legit five to six, sometimes eight uh, chests per island. So we had already done, I think, I think three islands by that point, maybe four. And we had something like 20 chests on our, on our, uh, our ship and Chris went to go get something to eat. So I'm just sitting there sailing by myself, going to the next island. And like this, this, this uh the third third person two person ship the is it Brigantine? Brig. yeah like just comes up on us and i'm like okay well i'm i'm just gonna run until until chris gets back so maybe we can have to try to do something and they they caught up to me because they were obviously faster than i was mm-hmm. and and they were just like hurling obscenities at me and like using the n-word and being extremely toxic they sound like they were like 12 years old and they still live with their like mom's basement kind of thing you know and they were just like i don't i don't mind the shit talking that's part of the game but like the shit talking that they were doing was just unnecessary so it got to the point where i was like pretty frustrated at, at that part of it not the fact that we just lost all of our stuff that's like you said part of the game you get frustrated then you go back and get another ship and do it again um so yeah, Chris and I ended up actually going through and learning how to report people in, in the game because of that very situation. And that's the only time we've had to do it. There's been other times when we've been playing with the four of us and like our version of shit talk is is Dan sitting the the, the front of the ship saying, We're coming for your stuff in a pirate accent, you know? And that's 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 the the length of our our, our shit talking, or like uh, there's been times when like we're just going doing a quest, right? And somebody types in chat, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" Now we're just doing some test quests. Yeah, same here. And that's it. We just cross paths. Boone logged off last night, and I was fishing on our ship while he was eating, and I was just saving it in case we needed it. And I literally sat in the same spot for forty-five minutes fishing. I saw, I think, at least two different player ships go right past me and not even not even try and and attack me. I was just sitting there fishing, watching YouTube videos, waiting for him to come back. I never have that luck. 
<laughs> Never. It's like, it's like, it seems like it's one or the other. Either you meet the nicest people and they're just out there having a good time. Even if they're trying to kill you, you know, they're not being vindictive or whatever. Or the people just leave you alone and like they just wave as you go by and like, you know, and, and <laughs> shoot you, they shoot their cat at you or something, you know? Um, yeah, that's that's Sea of Thieves in a in a so, nutshell. I I will that will give you one piece of advice that I learned when I got uh, like I said because I I logged in and I put up my flag to do the merchant quest and immediately that level five reaper saw me on the map and started heading right towards me. Yeah. So they were clearly out for blood and that was all that they were going to do and that's fine. That's what they they're playing the game to do. Um. But one of the things I learned is if you're in a sloop and they're in something bigger, go into the wind. Because everybody goes the same speed into the wind. Hmm. That's some pretty sound advice. Yep. But everybody goes faster when, if you have three sails to my yep. one in the wind, you're going to go faster than me. Correct. The galleon is the fastest ship. Uh, when you have wind assist, it's just the way it is. But yeah, if you go into the wind, it's like everybody goes slow. Everybody goes that slow speed. And they will pretty much never catch up to you. You know, I tried trying to line my ship up and jump off and throw firebombs and stuff at them, but I just could never get it lined up correctly and without ramming into a rock or something. So I just, that was when I just decided to go off the map. Yeah. So. We, and the crazy thing was, is that they, they, the ones that attacked us that were toxic, they weren't that good. Like we fought off them twice, yeah, they, right? They boarded right? our ship. We killed at least two of them. Yeah. I think they just jumped on going. us twice and I killed one. I think you killed one twice. And like, it was, it was, it was like they weren't like it's just the fact that there's more of them on a bigger ship and that's and uh, unfortunately cannons. that makes <laughs> a big difference in that game because they had twice the number of cannons that we did <laughs> yeah I, and, and yeah it does i mean i've taken out galleons with a sloop but you have to be on the ball and usually catch them kind of on you know surprise them a little bit and yeah, yeah. you can kind of trail behind them and do kind of a, a slalom type thing and fire cannons at their backside back and forth <laughs> while yeah. they're moving but if they're if they try and you know turn around and fight you and they're creative with their anchoring and their their turning and stuff then it's a, it's a really tough fight to do as a sloop yeah maybe we were just not good enough yet well not. i mean dan and i got pretty good at the game when we were playing it all the time in the beginning i i definitely got a little rusty i think i'm getting back into it a little bit more um, like last night we got attacked by that, was it a brigantine? No, it was another galleon, I think. Well, what, whatever it was. I mean, I killed all three of those guys by myself on their ship. <laughs> all right. Uh, and it was like, yeah, they're all dead. I killed them all. And then they respawned and I killed them all again. And it was like, it became easy to me, but you know, they could have been bad players too, but it, I know I'm not like that we were, good. I thought we were going to have like this prolonged cannon battle between these two ships. And then Ryan went over there and he was like, they're all dead. And we're like, oh, all right, cool. Oh, that was we're uh, fighting over the um, the treasure, right? The sunken ship. Yeah, we we decided they were coming for us. We just fought them, and <laughs> the fight was over so fast. Yeah, Ryan's on the ship on the on their deck. Like, okay, they're all dead. Oh, uh, okay. So we, we'll just sink their ship then, I guess. They can't come back. That's so way to do it. What was the story last night? What did what did I miss? Because I I was too tired. I knew I was going to be able to stay up late last night, so I I ducked out early. But what happened? You were already kind of telling the story. You might as well continue. Um, well, that, that was that was that early part, right? We just we got that whatever treasure it was down there. Yeah, um, whatever that re, that re, it was a reaper chest. I can't remember the name bounty. of it. Yeah, but then so the, we had the four of us were on the on the galley in the big ship, and we went to do 
Flameheart, which it turns out I had I had some commendations for because I had managed to like I think we were on a boat like a few weeks ago. We managed to make an alliance with a group who was just finishing it or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really know how it played out. So it's kind of a new thing for me. So you know, we made set sail for it. <clears throat> Flameheart being the big orange pirate guy in the in the in the sky, which is really funny because yesterday earlier me and Chris had run through one of the tall tales to actually unleash Flameheart upon the world, <laughs> which obviously he's part of the well, game. Now, so it's you know. I, I told him that last night already. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's not like we changed the game world. It's, that's already out there, but it's, it's one of the stories you can run through to kind of get some more uh, backstory and lore stuff. Also a really cool sword. Great blue sword I have now. I enjoy it. So let's do Flameheart. And there's, you know, I don't know, a dozen like ghost ships out there that you're kind of doing. And, and Dan's a great captain. So he's just like, okay, we're going to do this. Okay, shoot these guys. We're going to do this. We're going to shoot these guys. But I think what we noticed, or I mean, Ryan maybe noticed while we we're doing this whole fight, because it took us, you know, 20 minutes, was well, there's another player ship that was kind of watching. <laughs> and we're like, okay, so either they're going to swoop in here after we're done and try to take stuff, or that's going to kill us after this crazy fight and then take stuff. I'm <clears throat> not really sure what's going to happen. We finished it. I honestly felt it kind of went pretty fast. Like, it, it didn't seem like as crazy as I expected it to be for what I get kind of a boss fight in the game. I mean, that's just because you guys run through it. You kind of knew how to go through the motions and, you know, do the repairs, get the sails, get the cannons, do the repairs, etc. So we finished it, and, you know, it, it dumps all of these ghost chests in the water that you have to grab for the kind of the loot part of that. And the player ship didn't come after us. We're like, all right, no, that's cool. We'll grab all of our stuff and we'll hightail out of here. Go sell all this stuff. And then on, we're on the way to the, the outpost, the, like it was the Reaper's hideout, which we're, we're flying the Reaper flag. And we got attacked by a Kraken. <laughs> like out of nowhere, it just the tentacles came up out of the water. And it was like, you got to be kidding me. We're already like on edge trying to get all this stuff delivered before somebody tries to kill us. And now there's a freaking Kraken in the water. And that fight was bananas. And I'm sure it always is that way. But we're, we almost like filled up. The th- we think we did fill up the third deck with water a couple times. Um, Alvin was with us, and he, he was saying he was spending more time underwater in the boat than he was doing anything else <laughs> at some point because he was constantly trying to patch the holes because that thing kept hitting us. But what I remember of it, because this is my uh, it's my second uh, encounter with the Kraken in the game. The first one we pretty much sailed past it. I think I think I might have just been with Chris and somebody else. I can't remember, but. When I got I got pulled off the deck by one of the arms this time, and I had the experience of being like in one of those little mouths, like slicing at it with my sword so it let me go, and then it chucked me like over the ship into the water, and like okay, so I don't know what's happening on the boat right now, but I'm way over here, so I'm swimming back. I'm like shooting the arms with my pistol in the water as I swim back just to try to do something useful, and as I'm getting close to the ship, there's like two arms that are like starting to wrap around it. I'm like, okay, this seems like a bad place to be. So I'm like shooting at the arms with my pistol and it let go. And I was like, oh, great. This is fantastic. I'm really good at this game. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually we managed to just, I think we just kept sailing. Basically we got it to let go of us. We just kept going and left it behind. Didn't even try to get the kill. Um, I think partly because we had so much stuff on the boat that it was like, this is not the time to take this risk. If we can get away, we're going to get away. And then, so we're watching for the boat behind us, and Dan thinks it was a ghost ship. I can't prove either way, but it, it stayed back. It decided, 
you know what? That's probably not where I want to be right now. I guess I'll have to loot somebody else. <sighs> but um, it was intense. Yeah, was... we went up. I think we went up. I think I went up five Reaper levels, which is a lot for me considering I think I ended at level 36 or something like that. Um, so I think everybody got quite a bit. There was there was a lot of loot we turned in. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was just like 10 ghost chests and like 10 skulls and 10 crates and all kinds of nonsense. And I, I had this weird visual bug pop up. This is so not interesting, but I'm going to mention anyway. When we got back to the hideout, I wasn't getting any pop-ups for the gold or for the uh, uh, reputation levels. All I was seeing was the emissary number go up, like that 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 um, month-long thing. And I was like, crap. But then when I respawned afterward, after you guys all bailed out, I respawned the ship just to possibly do something else, which I didn't. Everything reset and started just like popping up, pop up, pop up, pop up, pop up, one after the other for all the stuff we had just done like 20 minutes ago, which was weird, but I'm glad that, you know, it worked eventually. And that's probably my biggest gripe about the game. The fact that it's been out for as long as it has, and there's just some pretty... I wouldn't call them game-breaking bugs, but some pretty serious bugs in the game still. Like when we were fighting that um, skeleton guy in the fort and he got stuck. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. that was just, that was so frustrating. Like, we thought we might have to, like, redo the whole entire thing. And that was where you had to get all the different color, uh, the Fortress of the Damned, they had all the different color lanterns. You had to go do this and get a ritual skull and blah, 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 blah. It was like, it, we were at least already maybe an hour and a half into it and to have to do it again so we were we were luckily able to like all die he we we waited in the the ship to the uh the dead the dead ship for like maybe like a minute and a half or something like that extra we went back and he reset himself and we 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 did the fight over again we were able to kill him but man it was that and there's there's like i said also visual bugs the fact that when we were doing the 12 days event there were things that we didn't get credit for for like it felt like a day like it was like 24 hours before we actually showed us to have credit for it so we weren't sure if we were doing something right or if we were doing it wrong and not getting credit type of thing or doing right not getting credit so but it's, it's still a fun game i'm not gonna lie like i'm still enjoying it but you would think that they would they would fix some of those really serious almost game-breaking issues it's yeah uh... Yes, it's possible. It's one of those things where after two years, three years of release, they rely on bug reports more than stuff that they know about. Uh, I just thought about this while you were talking. Like maybe that, like with the the captain that got clipped into the staircase. We probably should have. T one of us probably should have gone out and took a bug report or something like this. Totally happened. You need to check into what his his uh, clipping boundaries are, please. <clears throat> um, yeah, there's definitely I stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. And I would I would agree with that, but at the same time, we found our issue, or, or the resolving the, the the fix for the issue from somebody else that had the exact same issue, issue online. So, like, did they not do a bug report? That's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I feel like multiple people having the same issue would be something that would be worth it being fixed, bug issue or not. But I do get your I do get your point though. I do understand what you're saying. Like, maybe they, they don't play their game anymore. You know, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> They're working on Sea of Thieves too. Um. No, definitely are the stuff you know with the game that has some issues. I just wanted to mention real quick that one of my my highest praises, honestly, and this sounds weird, is the sound design. Uh, not only like the music that that plays different parts is is cool, 
but the the number of like musical cues and like audible you know uh, warnings and stuff is i think is really well thought out and i noticed it pretty early just like when you get all the sails and the lined in the wind and you pretty much the fastest you can go it's a little bit little cue that you hear that just like lets you know yep you got it you nailed it and then you know we get in the boss fight there's this crazy epic backing track that happens the whole time a little repetitive but it's still pretty cool and it's everything has a sound to it that distinguishes it from everything else. I think that's a quite an achievement. Not to mention the fact that the, the sound design for everything else is actually really good too. Like the cannons sound amazing from distance. Uh, the music is really good. We were doing that tall tale last night and like you, Oh yeah. You go underwater to try and find the ghosts of these, of the skulls of these uh, old captains. And like, just the most amazing music plays underneath the water as you're trying to find these these skulls. It was really it was really really cool. I it think was like a choral music type thing. Yeah, like so very very uh, breathy and airy music and singing and that kind of stuff. But I think the tall tales so far have been probably my most enjoyable part of the game. As much as I like pirating, it's also I kind of feel bad at the same time. <laughs> so. But the telltales are fun. I like the telltales. I've only done. I think I've done three of them now. Of the what is it nine? Um, I think there's a, uh, there's a lot. Twelve, I think. Yeah. Twelve. Jeez. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I've only done three. I did one the other day. I did the the heart one, the telltale heart, or the what, what was it called? Wild Rose. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did that one. Uh, but uh, they're they're hard to do. I I don't think I want to keep doing them by myself. They're kind of a pain to do by yourself. I uh, yeah, accidentally started the I guess like Heart of the Flame or something. It's the last one on the list because I found it and it, it was not going to be something I made sense to by myself. Even the one I did with Chris yesterday, which involved really I don't think any like major fights. It was mostly just discovering stuff. Would have been probably a chore alone just because some of that stuff we had to find was not as obvious as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but it's still interesting. I. If that stuff wasn't in the game, I think I would enjoy it a little bit less because it gives that little bit of reprieve from the constant like threat of the of the world, something in the world trying to kill you. You know, you can go it's still trying to kill you, but you can kind of enjoy the story while you're out there being not killed. Mm-hmm. It is nice that the tall tales have built in save points so that for the most yeah. part they're not centered around loot, so you don't have to worry about losing a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you can just like if you get killed by somebody that's coming around and killing people, then you can just restart where you just literally just left off, and it's not that big of a loss. Luckily, we have not had to do that yet. Knock on wood. Yeah, they they can take a long time. I remember, I think it was the second one that took like three or four hours, and I was I was so ready to be done with that one. It just it, some of them just take a really long time. They're like sail here and then sail all the way across the map and do this. Oh. Yep. All right. And then they fi- finish with a, a fight against this, you know, skeleton boss that, and this this is probably my other, my real critique of this game is I hate the melee combat so much. It's, and I know it's not designed around that, but it's like, here's this boss with these crazy attacks and all you can do is stab at it and possibly shoot it once in a while and then run away and then come back and do it again for 15 or 20 minutes straight. And it's, uh, I know that there's no, there's no progression in the game. 
and there's no there's no XP, there's no skills, and that, I actually like that about it. I told Ryan this earlier. I appreciate that this game doesn't push you down a you know uh, leveling wheel or something. It's just the game is the game every time you load in. But those fights are just they're boring. There's <laughs> nothing to do except stab, 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 run away, die, stab, 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 run away, die. <laughs> Especially since they have like a lot of AOE stuff that they do, and and yeah. you're like you said stuck with you know a, a pistol or a shotgun and a sword, and you're just sitting there, either running to get ammo because you've only had five shots, or stabbing it repeatedly from a direction you know that somebody else is not already stabbing it from. It's it's kind of where, I don't know. You, you take something like a World of Warcraft raid, right? The the whole con- just the concept of it. You go somewhere and you have multiple like layers of things, different milestones and, and, you know, you have a kind of finish at the end. And I've, a lot of live games are doing stuff like that. They're actually calling them raids. Most of the time, I think uh, destiny has raids. Division two has some raid like stuff. We never tried it. I never tried it personally. Um, so uh, this is, you know, kind of their in game stuff. And especially with like the, the fort of the damned with the different lantern colors, like there's very obviously stuff. People had to puzzle out at some point to figure that out, but then you get to the fight and where you take something else, you know, other one, any of these other games, you've got different skills and, and tactics and approaches. And then Sea of Thieves is just like stab, stab, shoot, bang, reload, gun, die, <laughs> stab, stab, eat fruit, yep. kill ads, yeah. die. Yep. <laughs> I would agree with you that the melee combat could use some improving, maybe more moves or maneuvers or ways to block attacks. And that would be that would be useful, I think. If there was a dodge, I would stop complaining. I think there needs to be a roll. Something I'm, I'm just, maybe I'm just used to that, but like between you can you know the parry, but there's just no good avoidance maneuver in the end. It's, you just run as fast as you can. <laughs> no, we don't get it. Not to mention the fact that the actual parry, the right click ability itself, has such a long animation. Like it's really easy to not do it in time. Uh, it's either you're holding it. And you're just holding it, yeah. Um, or like trying to like actually plan it with, for me at least so far, I haven't really spent a whole lot of time doing it because I haven't really seen a reason to. I just attack and eat and and, and <laughs> yeah. It and feels eat. like if you would just attack first, it's probably the safest move, move yeah. most of the time. Yeah, especially and, since and the I fact remember. that most of them are are, are ranged anyway. <laughs> they have shotguns trying to kill you. You ain't blocking a shotgun with a sword. <laughs> so see if thieves will play some more of that despite the complaints yes for sure for sure it's still really fun being out on the water and finding weird stuff happening and then going and stealing it from somebody else who just did all the work not to mention that uh, the water itself is very pretty in the game as well it you know yeah. it's funny because i want to be like it's, it's water but you're right it's really is incredible looking <laughs> and even, <clears throat> they even spent time which is really interesting to me when you're underwater looking up through the surface. Like the other day I was underneath the water. I looked up and I saw Flameheart's head above it, but like it was, it was still disordered from the water, but I could still tell what it was I was looking at. And I thought that was really cool that they actually spent the time and they didn't just block out whatever is above it. You know, <laughs> atmosphere in the game is very big about time of day and light and that kind of stuff. So like you actually have a lantern because there are sometimes you can't see anything when you're in a cave. <laughs> So, like, I think that's actually really cool that they did put a lot of emphasis on stuff like that. And that's why I think 
the the game has done as well as it has is like even though the combat the like you said the melee combat is so one dimensional, um, I think the fact that the all the other things that they spent time in is, is very evident in the game. That's why I think people are still playing it. Though there are times when like I don't know if, if I've been with you guys like we'll, we'll we'll play for hours and not see a single soul, <laughs> like nobody, and then all of a sudden like I think the other day we were on and we, we let, there's just people everywhere. It was, I don't know if it was a time of day thing or a day of the week thing, but like, what was it? Friday we did, uh, Dan got his pirate legend and we did that um, really long, was it Athena? Is that the name of it, Ryan? Uh, that was the, uh, yeah, Athena's Fortune. Athena Fortune. So we did this eight part multi quest thing where like it was, dig chests on this one and kill pirates on this one. It was like everything mixed in together. There was like merchant missions, that kind of stuff. And it was, it took us like, I want to say like three hours and we were in the volcano, volcano islands and we were kept on our ship, kept on getting caught on fire and destroyed. And it was, it was, it was, it was cool because it was new stuff that we haven't done before. But at the same time, it was very frustrating, but we didn't see a single person that entire three hours. And then everybody had to leave and Ryan and I stayed on and got the last chest that was worth <laughs> was 50,000 or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else was gone. And we we're like, well, I'm gonna, I was like, I guess, you know, I guess I'll see what happens with this last, with this last thing is we thought it, we didn't know what, what it was, but after you do those eight, you get this one last map fragment to go to and dig up a chest. And that chest was the <laughs> chest of leg legends. <laughs> That Surprise. we turned in for a lot. Uh, how did Dan take that when you told him? Uh, he was not happy. But... <laughs> yeah, I bet. But but he got over it. <laughs> I think that's the kind of the the whole thing of the game is like yeah. Sometimes it's frustrating, but you get over it and you do you do it all over again, knowing knowing what can happen. Yeah, and, and in the end, it's not like you you didn't really lose out, right? It's not like you finished it and somebody rolled for an epic item nobody else can get. True. It's like right. either you get something, everyone gets the same thing because they finished the, the line or it's money and the money just goes to buying cool looking crap for your boat. Yep. Because there isn't really that. anything else to buy. Which Clothes and, and stuff. I still appreciate that. It turns out. I didn't think I would, but I've played too many games now where everything is about leveling up and getting new stuff. And this game is just like, nah, nah, go be a pirate. Yeah, the oh, longer okay. you play, the better you are. That, that doesn't. I mean, sorry. The the longer you play, the more better equipment you have, the more skills you have, the higher level you are. And this game kind of balances out that way. And some people who spend a lot of time in the game and have like have bought everything don't put anything on their ship and just screw with people because they're really good at it. And they'll have like a very plain ship and they'll just come up and roll you. I I, I find that hilarious. And you can tell that they're good because usually what they're what they're dressed as. <laughs> I was gonna say it gives Ryan a chance to explore cross-dressing as some kind of uh, Japanese um, kabuki. <laughs> yep. I just I, I'm waiting for the high heels, man. They they just never have them. <laughs> All the boots are way too manly for me. Do you usually go shoeless? Yeah, I, I've been going shoeless a lot, but the little rose boots are pretty pretty nifty. Do they have sandals? God. They have to have sandals. Don't they they have do, sandals? but they they just. They're not. Eh, it's okay. They're, they're, all like, they're all like the sea dog ones that are just like they clash with your outfit. Yeah, there's no. They don't there's go no with like your purple, purple lipstick. Purple, 
No, there's not like bright purple or like sandals with little flowers or anything on them. No, just like straps, blue like or white strapped little <laughs> sandal things. Like, eh. You know, I mean, you know, they say that the seas are a rough, a rough, rough place for a crossdresser. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's lonely out on the seas. So no, you know, children's tale from you the do sea. what you can. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, hey, speaking of multiplayer games, we've been playing on Game Pass. Uh, why don't you walk us through World War Z? Oh, geez. Okay. Um, so if you've played Left 4 Dead, I can almost say that you've played World War Z. Except um, in World War Z, the characters don't matter. It's literally just like a, a skin that you're wearing. Um, but there are classes. And the classes, uh, the more you play a certain class, the more experience you get, the more things you're, you're able to unlock with the currency and game that you get for beating levels. Um, I, 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 I kind of enjoyed it. I honestly don't know if, if anybody is, is willing to go through and and play all of it, myself included. Um, but like we were literally making comparisons as we were playing to like, okay, that's a boomer. That's, um, a Shringler. That's, a you know, literally all the special mobs from Left 4 Dead. I'm almost exactly certain every single one of them was copied over in this game in, in some way, which which is, you know, which again, fine. Um, the only thing that I really like about World War Z is that in a, a horde in Left 4 Dead was scary, nonetheless. It was still scary. But a horde in, in World War Z is literal hundreds of zombies. And they give you really big guns to kill them with. And it's actually kind of fun shooting rocket launchers and grenade launchers and like fully automatic saws and just like mowing literal hundreds of zombies down at once it's 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 kind of enjoyable i know but i mean what do you guys think of it because i know we, we all played it together last week so uh, it, <laughs> here we go it is no, it, no, no, no it's 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 it is budget left for dead it absolutely is and yes it was made to tie in with the movie that came out and i think it, it's extremely competent <laughs> I don't have a problem with the game design. Uh, I, I I just I don't think it's the kind of game I'm interested in playing at least right now. Maybe yeah. Yeah. maybe in the future or just I'm past that that type of type of thing. I, I don't know what to say about it. It's um... I I should say this before you finish. I should say I should qualify this is that if I did not have Game Pass that I got for a dollar for three months, I probably would not have played World War Z. I'll, I will. I will say that I wouldn't have paid for it, especially not having been able to play it before. Uh, I wouldn't want to buy that game cold and 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 play it. So that that is my one caveat. So sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah, it took us. We must have played like through I don't know five or six attempts. You know, runs. I guess you want to call them episodes or something before we understood the way the character thing worked because it was. You would you would go into the character screen and see twenty five different people, but if you you click on them, it wouldn't seem to do anything. It wouldn't let you change characters at all. We finally understood that as you switch to the next like I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called episodes. Is episodes and then what's inside the episodes? So sorry, no chapters are the main chapters. ones. Episodes inside the chapters. I think is what it okay. is. Okay, so we went to the next chapter, yeah. and then it was like, oh, by the way, you have new characters this time. And I was like, oh, so that's. Like Chris was saying, it, the it's basically a skin. There's no, 
it doesn't really matter what you look like. They're just there's only four per per thing, and everyone has to be one of the four. It, Left for Dead, I think, had the same concept. I don't think there was anything special about the people you played. No, uh, I that I remember. But yeah, the, like you said, you know, there's definitely a, a charger analog called the bowl. Yep. I don't think we've found a tank comparison yet. That's like the one I haven't really noticed come through. Oh, uh, we did, true. did finish one full chapter at this point, and it was just a lot of a lot of mobs or a lot of um, zerg rushing zombies. Yeah, there was no. There, we were expecting a boss fight at the end of that first chapter, and there wasn't one. So it's I don't know. It it got a little bit better with upgrading the weapons and and you know getting some new unlocks and stuff. But yeah, I, I think I told the other guys I will never be the one to suggest playing this game. <laughs> If someone but, suggested it, I'll be like, I'm on board. I'll be like, yeah, we'll shoot some zombies. But it's it's going to be pretty low on my list. What about you, Ryan? I, and I, I kind of felt the same way. Uh, it was, it's like, like Chris said, it's a clone of Left 4 Dead. And I got into it and I went, oh, okay. I've already played the heck out of this game. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. really feel like I need to keep playing it. Like, I wasn't like logging into the game going, yeah, I really need to, to finish this storyline and do all this stuff. I kind of felt like, Oh, okay. If everybody else wants to play it, I'll, I'll play it too. I guess that's yeah, kind of that, where I was with it. So that was the other thing too, is that the story is not original, obviously, and and we're, like we were making fun, not making fun of, but we like was there were, a story. They were talking, and we're just like, what? Why? What are they? What are they saying? Like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, the I was the firefighter guy that had an axe, but when I melee strike somebody, it was a machete. And that was really disappointing to me for some reason. And I, I didn't notice that. And I actually went in and like I upgraded this, the melee characteristics of my of my character to thinking that maybe I had to upgrade it in order to get an axe. You know, like I really wanted an axe because I think that'd be really you know, I think I'm pretty sure Left 4 Dead had an axe. Like that was a melee weapon you could get. Yeah, it was one of them you could get. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh man, that'd be so awesome. You know, to to upgrade to see what I actually had as a character. Like I said, that's when I realized it's literally just a skin. Everybody has a machete for a melee weapon. So I was like, oh man. My favorite part of the game is the side character train conductor, who when he gets his subway train going goes woot woot, <laughs> and everything else is like three levels below that in fun factor. Yeah. <laughs> if there's no train guy going woot. woot <laughs> then you know it's just it's just not as fun yeah we'll have i don't to, know we'll i just see. i think that was just my thing is is i was like i because I, I mean we did we played i don't know i must have 200 300 hours into left for dead probably yeah um and i i don't know i feel like i've it's not a game i need to go back to and and games that have come out since then that have followed that same kind of flow I'm, I'm just not into as much anymore like i'll play them if they have a different storyline or they're you know they're not zombies or something else but i'm just like yeah I, i've played this style game so much i think i'm kind of not i'm just not as into it as i would have been 10 years ago because it was new back then right you're like oh man this is really cool this and, is really different this is really fun and and, and by the way I, I i always thought it was strange like this world war z game out what two years ago the game um uh, i remember watching a video sure. release yeah, of it, was... it. I, that real quick. but but the movie came out like 10 years ago it feels like it's <laughs> it's way off the mark like if they were going to release them at the same time like that would have made uh, sense but i, I kind of feel like i was like why is this a thing 
So Wait, this can't the be right. game this was 2019. 6th. Okay. The movie was 2013. Holy crap. <laughs> That's a big difference. I didn't realize I it was know. that big. They were they were struggling for a, a game tie in. They finally came on this and they were like, just just whatever, just put just, it out. No one will care. Just copy Left 4 Dead. Nobody will know. Nobody will care. <laughs> Maybe that's what they did. I I, yeah. I don't know. Like somebody somebody was looking in their hard drive and went, "Oh yeah, that's right. We made this game like six <laughs> years ago. Should we just put it out?" I'm like, well, it's not finished. Eh, whatever. Nobody will care. I, I don't know. Multiple studios or something. Maybe. I mean, they, they, that kind of stuff happens with movies sometimes. You know. Yeah. It sits in you know they complete it or they work halfway through it and they're like, oh, well, we don't have enough money or, you know, it's not the right time and we'll just sit on it for a while. You know, I mean, I guess that's maybe what happened, but it just, it feels strange to me to be released six years after the movie came out and people are going, what is this World War Z thing? I also have a confession. I never watched the movie. Eh, he didn't miss much. It's not really a confession. I mean, you know that the only thing it relates to the book is the name, right? Yeah, I, I started reading the book and I, I couldn't finish it either. Did you? Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the Zombie Survival Guide? That's what I read, yeah. Wait, well, there's two books. Oh, there's two books? Oh, Zombie Survival Guide and then World War Z, which is like interviews with people who survived the zombie apocalypse. Uh, maybe that's why I was reading the wrong book. But like the, the movie has nothing to do with the book at all. Which it's is, just you know, Brad Pitt fighting zombies. Which, which is which is a shocker to us all. It's honestly not terrible. <laughs> really? When you, when, yeah, it's not. I mean, the, C, the CG is kind of awful okay. when they're like swarming, but... um. Eh, it's it's entertaining. It's not okay. like remotely scary or intense. It's just like it's a lot of zombies. All right, it's it's one of those. Ah, it's raining outside, and I don't want to play Sea of Thieves today. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I have this beer. I'll check it out. You know, I actually haven't seen it on Netflix. Maybe I just haven't been looking. It's not. I I just made that up. Okay. Know. Okay. So I probably would watch it if it was on Netflix or Amazon. So maybe I just maybe people like oh, people don't want to watch that. <laughs> Um, I mean, let me think of something. I forgot what it was now. Oh, well. No biggie. Uh, so, uh, let's see. That That's probably, you know, enough of our multiplayer shenanigans. Um, oh, God. Ryan, what have you been doing outside of uh, pilfering treasure and shooting zombies in the face? Well, the, so the only other game I'd really been playing was Hades. Um <laughs> I talked about that not and too we've long talked ago. enough about that goddamn game um but <laughs> i finished it so oh. i played through that and finished it okay good um other than that i gave gris a try okay i didn't really understand it <laughs> i said I, the same thing <laughs> i played it for like an hour and i kind of went i don't really see the need to continue to play this game oh like it was cute you know, it's kind of like a little story thing, but nobody says anything. No, nothing. It, I, don't, I don't know. It just didn't captivate me. Like the graphics and stuff were really intriguing. The drawing and everything was interesting, but the story and the character didn't grab me at all. Because I didn't feel like there was one. It was just like I... you're here <laughs> and move through the level. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I got it on PS4 probably during the winter sales or something, and I, I probably played maybe less than an hour actually, because Chris has been—I want to be nice about it—evangelizing this game a little bit. 
which is which is good. He really liked it, and it's like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. It always looked interesting to me, but I, I kind of, yeah, I, got, I started it and I was just playing it. And I was like, I don't. All right, <laughs> when when does it become like the transcendent experience? Which I'm being I'm being not I'm not fair to it at all, and I'll, I will go back to it just to you know see where it ends up, or at least try a little bit more. But I, I we had different tastes sometimes, and that's okay. It is okay, and see that so. so... The interesting was thing is that I, I I told other friends about it and I actually bought it for a friend of mine just because like she says she's looking for a game to play. I'm like, okay, I knew I had a, I had a, I had a strong feeling that she was really going to enjoy this game, and I was right. Like she sent me messages on Facebook like, Chris, that was such an amazing experience. About two weeks later, her husband played it. The exact same response. He's like, Chris, you're right. That game was was so cool. Definitely one of my top my top games of all time. They then told another one of their friends, and last week they they sent me a screenshot of their conversation saying, "You guys are right. That game was amazing. Does he have any other ref- uh, uh, um, any other games that he thinks we should play?" That and so like, it's it's I don't. I I guess yes, it is a game that technically is not for everybody, and maybe not everybody will get the same experience out of it, and that's fine. I I'm, I'm not faulting you guys for not enjoying the game i just like you said i really enjoyed it i think other people out there could enjoy it i i do maybe think that you have to be in a certain headspace in order to actually get it sucked in by the game and actually feel it as an experience instead of a video game so i'm not maybe you guys just weren't into it what, what i'm actually hearing is ryan and i just don't have a heart no that's not what yeah. i'm saying yep that's not what I'm we saying. We don't appreciate beauty and art and those no, that's not of what I'm saying. We're looking I'm for saying. stuff to shoot in the face and um, you know, lightning guns. <laughs> like I said, maybe it was just it was just like the people that played it, when they played it, they they were in a certain headspace. And I and I did preface this by saying this isn't a game you play when you know when you're when somebody else is around in the house. Like this is a game, it's a short game, you wanna be by yourself. You know, put some headphones in, experience the music, and they both did that, and that's what they said they actually enjoyed the game was when they were, they, one played it while the one was at their uh, uh, work, and then the exact same thing happened when he was stuck at home, being quarantined. Uh, he did it while she, while she was at work, and that was the same experience for both of them when they were just by themselves, you know, being able to fully experience it. So, for not anyone listening. Guys, in case we, we didn't enunciate it very loudly, the game is say it again. Gris. G-R-I-S. And it actually is a part of um Game Pass currently. Yep. That's where I uh where I gave it a shot. Yep. Oh. I'm just paid for it like a sucker. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh you bought it you bought it already, didn't you? I bought it on console, I think before it was added to Game Pass. Yeah. And it was yeah. like six dollars or something i wasn't like out of money yeah oh i definitely paid full price for it i have no problem paying full price for games like that but it was like full price was 15 bucks i mean right yeah not not gonna break your bank most likely and i i definitely enjoy i have no problem um supporting those type of studios you know it's the same thing I, i feel the same way with the people that made bastion and 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 uh hades you know sure it's like i know it's a good studio i know they actually have good ideas they have good stories they have good 
they they actually put content into the game. So like so so sorry, I didn't mean to take it away from you, Ryan. But now that you've actually finished Hades, did mm-hmm. you did you enjoy the the end result? Did you think it was worth it? Uh, so you have it's kind of a strange game. So you have like the playthrough where you get to the end, and then you have to do that a lot of times. So they have like an ending, and then they have an epilogue, and then they have if you want to keep playing, you can, but there's no more story. So oh, I've gotten okay. to that that spot where your characters will say random things to you still, but for the most part, everybody's done talking. There's no more progression. Okay. Okay. So that's where I got to. And now I'm at the point where the only thing left for me to do is challenges. Okay. So, you know, like I did, I actually did it right before we got on this conversation. I did one for a 16 heat run to get one of these achievements. Um, and which was pretty difficult, but, I was using the bow and I was able to beat it without an issue. So Yeah, I haven't quite finished the game yet. I have gotten to the the inboss several times, but I think I've always been screwed up too much before I got there and I haven't had a chance to to seriously learn his his moves so that I can beat him regularly, consistently. Mm-hmm. What did you beat yeah. him with? Bow? Uh well I've beaten him with everything, but Okay. The, I I feel the easiest bow is the the Charon bow. Okay, okay. Because it's I mean you get like uh, Artemis's critical thing. Yeah. You have like ten arrows that hit the same target, and half of them crit. It deals massive amounts of damage to it yeah. to a boss. That was my favorite. Uh, so that that one is a really good combination. So you know you can take the last boss down in thirty seconds with that thing. <laughs> so. It, it's it's really dependent on the boons you get, uh, yeah. but you know you 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 make them work with whatever you get. And sometimes I've had boons that just uh, make things really really difficult, and you've got to just learn to be evasive. Yeah. So, anyway, but we've talked to death about this game, so yeah. I was just more curious about now that you finished. I guess I was curious what your final thoughts were on it. Uh, yeah, pretty much overall, I, I like the game. Uh, I do feel the RNG kind of... There's a couple things I still haven't accomplished because RNG just hasn't been in my favor. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that aspect of the game is kind of meh. Yeah, I know like what you're I've talking done, about. I've, I've done 90 runs, and I still haven't gotten all the character dialogue options to go through. <laughs> 90 and runs, it's one huh? of the, Yeah, and it's just one of those things where I'm like why like how many how many runs have i got to do to to finish some of these these you know last little character dialogue options and yeah it just hasn't happened yet so i'm a little frustrated with that aspect of it yeah i i noticed that as i was playing like what happens like if you need to get all the boons from the the person but you don't get that boon you need every single time like the last boon you need playing it yeah it's like yeah Nothing you can Thank do. You. I. Good. No, I. I still have like on that faded list. I still have three things I haven't accomplished on that list. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Just because they've never come up. Yeah. I was gonna say now you can go back and play their first game with the key I gave you for Bastion. I did. I put that on my list. I even downloaded it, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't installed. I haven't uh, played it yet. Started it yet. See, now I'm so. curious what you're thinking of that because that game's old now 
Yeah, I guess it was like 2011. Yeah, it, it, I mean, back then it was a really good game. Is, I wonder if he's gonna feel like it's gonna be the same thing. I don't know why that game would really age though. It's I guess that's true. Kind of a timeless concept. I guess that's true. Yeah, we'll see. Yep, maybe maybe a discussion for next time. Is it a pretty long game? Ten hours or so? Or it's, I think I finished it in like eight. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not it's super long. Fast. It's not super okay. short though. It's not super long either. <clears throat> yeah, not ninety. Let it go for next time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I not mean, runs at all. Yeah, it it just takes a long time. You know, it's it's one of those things. I'm sure other people have finished it in fifty runs. It's just all RNG. When whenever whenever something is going to trigger, you know, that's the only. I mean, your epilogue thing could take you two hundred runs. Yeah, I, I, I don't honestly don't know how many I have in there, but I I can't imagine that I'm going to be that much faster than you. <laughs> yeah, it's just the it's way just it time. worked out. It just takes time, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, besides those two, I mean, I downloaded and played like an hour and a half, two hours of Doom Eternal. Uh, but haven't really gotten too far into that. But that's been interesting. It's different, and it's definitely challenging. I feel like I'm always constantly looking for ammo and health in that game. I don't feel like to give you enough. Yeah. So. yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, Chris, I know you're... What was it? You're trying to get into an alpha or something today? I can't remember what you were talking about. Uh, I got into another 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 beta. Um it's called blessed no bless unleashed um it's a port from console and uh i guess i'd actually look today it um it came out i want to say like i think i think i think i know as i said i just looked up today but i can't remember what i looked up i think it said like 2018 it came out on console and they're now just doing a port to pc and so they had, I think this is the second, uh, they call it CBT closed beta test. Um, and I, this is the first one I got into and I, I, I didn't, I did, I literally just heard about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll sign up for it. And, um, if it's, a, it's, a, if it's a free game, I, I would say go for it. It's a, it's an MMO. It's an, it's a, it's an Asian MMO. It's a, I think Korea, Korean, I think. So like it's that style, anime style uh, graphics in it, but it's a very, it's a very, very pretty game. The combat is really over the top, loud explosions, jumps, twists, you know, stuff going everywhere. There's like big boss fights that like push you all over the the map and try to knock you out. And you got to do like certain key combinations or time things. And if like you're knocked out, you have to hit W at this specific time, or else you'll stay knocked out and you'll get hit by one of the attacks. Um, that could probably possibly one shot you, but um, it's yeah, like I said, it's I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I have it's it's open until tomorrow, so I just wanted to give it a good go this weekend, just to know if I would be interested in it. I'm playing an Elven Ranger right now, the old college try. Yep, yep. And uh, I think the one of the most ridiculous things about the game was that maybe not ridiculous, but in the typical fashion of that game, my my pant armor right now is literally a pair of metal underwear. And I screenshotted it and I'd like, 
this is this is all it is and i'm like well it's technically better than my actual pants so i guess i'm wearing metal underwear now and so like my character who's obviously i picked a a, a female because it's an elf and it was like my 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 top is like a jacket that goes past my my torso so it looks like i'm not wearing well cuz i'm not i'm not wearing it looks like i'm not wearing any pants and i was just like come so on so it's definitely a korean game that's what i'm saying yeah like definitely come on guys it's like can i can i just i i can i just get like a, a an actual female character i don't put clothes on her it looks cool when when males or females wear like really cool looking badass armor like tons of like leather and metal and that kind of stuff like you don't have to be these really skimpy like my boobs are hanging out and the the current top i have i'm like come on guys i mean you can see my tattoos but still gotta know your audience (laughs) i guess uh so this is like the, the at least the second of these you know these games that are sort of in development doing beta stuff yeah uh, that you've you brought to the the podcast because you seem to have a I don't know a knack for getting into them or just <laughs> finding these games I've never even heard of so explain that the I know this is gonna sound stupid but Facebook um, of the things that I watch on Facebook, I guess my ads have been kind of <laughs> moved towards games and I have actually been, I know it sounds stupid, but I've actually found some pretty interesting games on Facebook apps, uh, ads, excuse me. Some of them are crap. I'm going to be wrong. They're like the, you know, not, I'm talking like, I'm not talking about mobile games, but I'm talking like actual people like they have bought ad space on Facebook for steam games. I, I saw one the other day, like I've never heard it before. I can't remember what it's called, but it's legit a town building game based around beavers. And like in the game, as a beaver in your colony, you control the flow of water in the land to power your town. I'm like, that sounds amazing. I'm, I'm I want to be come up with like what the name should be for that game. I think something it's like I think it's Beaver Town or something like that. Like. <laughs> t- like <laughs> God. <laughs> of course it is. I was hoping it would be something like, you know, Log Jam or I don't know, something stupid. I'm, look, I'm looking it up now because I actually want to know. Beaver Town. <laughs> <laughs> so what but, you're saying is by deleting my Facebook, I'm super missing out on these cool games. Uh, it's, it's, called, it's called it's, Beaver City, excuse me. Beaver City. Oh, Beaver City. Much yeah, better. Worse. Beaver Town would be way better. <laughs> And and so like I've I've found several of these betas because they're looking for people and I didn't really under I had no idea that Bless Unleashed was coming out like soon it was there like I signed up for the beta I'm like okay I might hear something about it might not but it was like they only took invites during this certain period of time and then they cut off the beta invites and then had the beta I was like okay that seems a little bit weird does it mean like after this beta is over like I have to sign up again if I want to get into the next beta so um, but yeah. It's um oh no 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 sorry, uh it's called Timberborn is the name of the game. Timberborn. Timberborn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and so like in that game, I was kind of bummed because they actually are not taking up signups anymore. The ad was more for the fact of hey, this game will be coming to Steam soon. Check us out. Put it on your. And a lot of the games that you see on there are like hey, add this game to your wish list if you want to get stuff on it. So. I think that's actually a really good idea because obviously Facebook has a lot of traffic and Hey, they're getting me to look at games. 
um for the most part i'm like i'll look at a game like eh. <laughs> they're like eh, not for me but sometimes like this i'm like oh that actually seems like a really cool idea so you know besides that and the, all, all the other random ads i get on facebook oh my god i'll take oh, the game man. ones facebook facebook definitely knows their their marketing group i yeah. i bought a new cocktail shaker because facebook recommended something to me see so i went that is amazing. I want to purchase that item. And, it, <laughs> and then afterwards you feel dirty, like, oh, damn it. I, I did a little bit. I was like, I can't believe I gave Zuckerberg any money. So, oh. And like, but, I, like, like I said, like you said, the chance of you finding something on Facebook from an ad that you actually are interested in is increased like the more you don't delete cookies on your computer. <laughs> so like, yeah, sometimes like, oh, like I'll look for something on Amazon. I, I never personally had this issue. I, I don't have this issue personally, but people are saying like they like something on Amazon or Google something, and then they'll see an ad for it in Facebook later on. Like I, I, I don't have that issue. I don't know what, what, why I don't, but I believe people when they say it happens because it seems like something that could happen if you, you know, whatever. But like for the most part, my ads are just like completely completely random or games it's like beauty products i'm like okay <laughs> thanks made from genuine like, beaver like makeup stuff and like it'll be like somebody like this so here's an ad from them i'm like i don't care about that i didn't like it you know that's one of the other things the other side of facebook but how is a cocktail shaker was it awesome uh, you know it's i i bought it but i haven't had a chance to really use it yet um, <laughs> But it's 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 cool. It's it's a insulated deal, so it doesn't freeze up on you and okay, stuff. Okay, um, okay, okay. It, it was just a really well put together, well designed thing, and it wasn't super expensive. So I went, sure, I'll give it a shot. Small so, little startup company. So another thing that another startup company that I saw, I, I, I'm sorry for this segue, but it was or um, segment, what do you want to call it, offshoot. But like, there's this thing called the Pepper Cannon. Has anybody seen this? No, no. It's it's this something that somebody designed specifically for producing a crap ton of fresh ground pepper. And like they start off by saying like don't you hate it when like your normal uh, your normal uh, pepper grinder you have to sit there and crank it forever. And I'm thinking to myself that no. <laughs> Usually a couple of twists of pepper uh, pepper mill I'm I'm good to go. But this thing was like able to like produce like each turn felt like they were like it was like legit tablespoon of pepper and like okay that's that's cool that you designed something that can do that like what's what's the an archer what's the thing that he uh he he orders when he's ordering everything in the in the on the menu and it's like the steak what's the steak thing that he orders that has peppercorn on it I don't remember. Okay. I, that's, the, that's the first thing I thought of. Like, maybe that recipe was like where you need a crap ton of pepper for a steak. <laughs> maybe that'd be the only thing that would require that. But, but yeah, good old Facebook ads, man. They're probably batting about 25% right now. But at 25%, that's a cocktail shaker. That's a couple video games. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, you're engaging. So those keep throwing it to you. And that's why that's what makes me even more upset <laughs> when I click on the ad. I just I really wanted to have you validate for me that you saw a game on I'm sorry, you're on Facebook. You saw a game saw an advertisement for a game about beavers building <laughs> towns. And you were like, Hell yeah, that is my jam. Well my log jam, one might say. Oh, oh, you just wanted to say that just for that, didn't you? <laughs> it just came to me as I was talking. <laughs> 
I mean, because I do actually really love city building games, so they definitely they definitely got me on that one. I know you do. I'm yeah. Just, like at some point, you have a problem, Chris. I do have a problem. <laughs> um, anything else you want to uh, discuss? Um, game wise, we'll stick with game wise for the moment. I no, I haven't. I've I've been going through because I'm bad. I've been doing humble monthly for a long time and hardly ever use my keys. I've been trying to go back and actually play things that are on there. So I have been playing. I'm sorry, Ryan. I have been playing uh, Children of Morta, which is another roguelike game. However, it's episodic. So you have a, a dungeon um let's say that has three different parts you go do the first part if you if you success you're successful your character comes back more storyline happens and then go you go to the next part it's a new run everything starts from scratch if you die in that first part you go back to that first part over again so it's not like you're doing this like hour long run in which you have to start over again and have to go start from the very beginning you're always it feels like you're at least making progress in the game so i'm actually really enjoying it it's based around a family and everybody in the family are badasses. And like you go down to this dungeon underneath the house and you pick a character that you want to play, which is each a family member, like the uncle, like the, the father, the daughter, the son, this, this guy has like, I don't know, eight kids, I guess. <laughs> and like the one, the younger kids joins you. And then the other younger kid is being trained for something else that you can, I'm assuming you're going to be able to take her in eventually. Another one's a monk. And so it's actually multiplayer as well, I believe, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, Children of Morta, I am actually really enjoying. People are saying that it's a pretty, pretty straight up game. Um, like you play, you get experience, you you get money when you do the runs. You come back to the the house and you you increase stats for the whole entire family. As you level up the characters, they. Um, get bonuses that they unlock for the whole entire family, whether you're using them or not, which I think is pretty cool. And so obviously the more you play, the more powerful you get as a family, which I thought was really cool. The storyline is amazing. The art is really, really good. It's a, it's a pixel based art, but it's not like the eight bit. I, I, I don't know for sure. I'm just talking not from experience, but I think I would say it's like maybe 16 or 32 bit. The, the, the art style is like I said, it's, it's very fanciful. It's really, really cool. Uh, they use like r- really good animation. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's a fun one. Uh, I also played one step from Eden. I, I, n- not for me. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. I don't think. Yeah. It, it, no was, it was, it is, it is on, uh, I think it's on game pass. Um, the, the name sounds vaguely familiar as if I yeah. saw it show up on there. Um, cool game design just 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 not 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 for me it's very fast paced um um interesting like i said if, if if it's on game pass maybe give it a shot for a little bit see what you think but um yeah it's it's, it's definitely not for me and then i finally bought during the steam sale for christmas i've been waiting for this game for a long time i finally i finally bought hard space shipbreaker which if you just need to zen out for a little bit, I think this is a, it's an amazing game. You're literally in space and you have to cut ships up and you have to put the different pieces in different areas to get money for it. 
and you start the game with a billion dollar debt that you have to pay off by cutting these ships up and they have they have a uh usually it's timed like you have 15 minutes to do a shift and then you come back in you have to pay for the spirit the stuff that you use then you go back out on the same ship and keep breaking it down but they have a timeless one where you just go there and take your sweet time and learn the game i'm really enjoying i did i started out with the time one which is not bad but i really am enjoying the 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 zen or the timeless mode where you can just sit there and like on a really big ship it takes me like 70 to 75 minutes to break it down but i'm also like watching netflix while i'm doing it so it's not like i'm (laughs) completely focusing but it's actually a really cool game i really i really like it Hmm. i think it was remember you briefly mentioning that like maybe on our first podcast uh did i, I was talking about the game yeah i was talking about the game where you, you go down real quickly and do a bunch of stuff and come back up and it's oh, kind of yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 i did i remember that now and, yeah and i was like oh okay you you playing that now <laughs> have, have fun but that's about it for me okay great i have to tell you guys about this game i played okay <laughs> so i'm pretty sure i played it like right after we recorded last time all right maybe i started i can't remember but um i had like look up my steam review because i was just like gushing about this game and i think it's, this is where i'm at like with with stuff i want to play right now it's like more single player story focused you know exploration stuff not combat type things <clears throat> i don't even know how i found it but i found this this game it's called rookie but it's like the o has umlauts it's r-o-k-i it is a finnish game and it's basically like an adventure game the type where you have an inventory and you combine stuff to solve puzzles and and you know move on with your day but uh, the game uh, man the presentation of the game is i think what what got me with it um there's like really no voice acting at all there's dialogue but the characters just sort of make like a sound when they're talking you know to kind of convey the entirety of what they're saying and it it ended up working out pretty well um it's basically just based around a little finnish family who lives on a mountain and kind of has this crazy folk tale backdrop where this these folk tales kind of come to life and turn out to be something that you can experience at least you know in the game probably not in real life <laughs> um the it's the uh, uh, like a, she's probably like i don't know 11 years old or something uh and she has her dad and she has her younger brother and her dad is basically like catatonic since the death of his wife um which you know they play out th- that's not a spoiler by the way that information is out there like immediately uh how that stuff comes to pass is later on in the game and i won't get into that but um what happens is the the son gets kidnapped by this huge monster and she has to go into the, you know, the world of, of the folktales to rescue him and, you know, discovers all the uh, fairies and stuff of the world. And, and, and that, that part, it's fun. It's, it's a nice little uh, plot line, but the way the game presents itself is just the great, it has great sound and has great visuals. And it honestly made me cry like twice Oh, geez. Um, from just, just the, the way it presents what it's trying to tell you without going like these crazy exposition dumps. Here's all this things that's happening on the screen right now. It just uses like very obvious visuals and some, and some cues uh, in the audio. And it's just like, Oh, Oh man, that is, that is brutal right now. Um, 
like had a I'm looking at my notes to see what I'd actually written about it because I, I I finished it like midnight on like a Tuesday and I immediately went to Steam to to write about it. I was like I love this game so much I have to finish this before I go to bed because I have to work tomorrow. Uh, the puzzles you know if you've never I assume you guys have played at some point a game where you have an inventory and you combine stuff to solve puzzles. That is pretty cut and dry. I think there was like one puzzle I did not understand how to solve it. And I looked that one up. The rest of it made made a lot of sense. Um, the end of the game, they introduced a new they introduced a new mechanic per like section. There's like three sections basically, three acts. And there's like a new mechanic each time that kind of you know uh, uh, encompasses what you're doing for that section. And the only my main problem was like the end of the game felt a little bit padded out. Like they probably could have ended it a little bit sooner, but. Steam says I played it for 12.6 hours. I'm sure I was delaying it a little bit. But anyway, as far as that type of game goes, I had a freaking blast with it. And um, I don't think they've made anything else. Like This might have been their first game. So I'm, I'm excited to see what that studio comes up with after that. And I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell it again? Let me say it one more time. R-O-K-I. Okay, okay. But it's it's uh, but it's 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 pronounced. I think it's it's I think it's finished, so it's like rookie. Okay. I'm sure that's even not even close to the actual pronunciation. Rookie. That's that's closer. The the main character's name is Tova. That okay. Gives you an indication. And her brother is Lars. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it's I, I spent like like three days like just. Once I started playing it, I was like, I have to keep playing this game. It just it grabbed me. So that was that's fun. Whereas World War Z did not grab me, as we've already talked about. <laughs> um, Steam is telling me at... that uh, Rookie is close to similar to games I've played called Gris. <laughs> 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 eh, maybe from like a storytelling perspective, but it's well, mechanically very different. To be fair. Gris also has a new mechanic that is, is that is that is opened up in each of the chapters that you're in in the game. So, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I want to briefly touch on a couple other things, I guess, just mostly due to Game Pass, um, but also due to Discord people. Um, I bought uh, one of the few games I bought during the winter sale was Fallout seventy six. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mostly because people I know in some discords were like, yeah, I play this game. It's really fun with other people. And I was like, all right, I, I, I enjoy some aspects of the new Fallout games doing that. And I think what I was looking for at the time was a game where I could just kind of go explore a world without having too many restrictions on it. That's kind of where those Bethesda games have gone lately. And But this, you know, this way you get to play with other people as well, because Skyrim never had multiplayer. <clears throat> so I'm I'm played very long i'm very early in that game and it's very very fallout 4 in its execution duh so we'll see if i actually stick with it uh and then so in game pass game pass has been so fun for me i see something on there it's like coming soon i'm like what the hell is that and then i download it and i check it out um the first one is called haven which i don't even know who made it or what it's even call it in some ways it's technically an rpg in a basic level, uh, it's it's about it's some kind of I'm not sure if it's a different you know galaxy or if it's just humans in the future, but they have space travel and crazy things. But it's like this it's just, it's more about the characters. Um, it's this couple, this 
man and this woman, they've like fled where they're from because of politics or cultural problems or something. And they landed on this kind of remote, uh, broken planetary system just to get away and, and start their life over kind of thing. And the game is basically them exploring these broken islands um, to see, you know, kind of first it was just to explore, but then it's become, they keep finding these buildings that apparently their culture put in at some point in the past and trying to figure out why and so forth. And the, the RPG comes into play uh, because there are, there's like this um, corrosive uh, material coating all the all the segments of the of the planets and the monster the, the creatures that live there have been like infected so you have to fight them and you don't ever kill the monsters you just fight them until they're like worn out and then you cleanse them of the infection basically and the the combat is so straightforward it's like you have uh like a melee attack and a uh and a ranged attack basically but you control them both at the same time the man and the woman so one is on the face buttons and one is on the D-pad. So it's like you have one of them block and one of them attack. And then they both do the same kind of attack and it's more powerful. And then certain enemies, you have to use a double attack. Otherwise, you can't really hurt it at all. And that That's like the getting that, like two sides of my brain working at the same time is kind of weird. Uh, but it's, you know, cool, it, it's not difficult. Like you can't even really die, I don't think. You can, take, you can get Nick knocked down. The other person just revives you and you keep fighting. Um, the, the movement is really interesting because you basically levitate over the ground with the, whatever fancy magical future boots you have. Uh, and so you actually kind of like follow these these trails. I forgot what they called it. Um, there's a term for the the thing that you're picking up, but you kind of it's it's very movement based and just again the exploration part of it. I think I like it. Uh, a lot of it, a lot of downtime when the characters are talking to each other. And I think they do a pretty good job of trying to have like a mature, you know, aspect to it where they're talking just about life and their hopes and dreams. And also, you know, some of the messes that they leave uh, when they have sex, because that's totally a thing in this game for some reason, which was kind of the first time that happened when they were talking about how sticky the bed was. I was like, what? <laughs> what is going on right now? Uh, I don't know if I'll finish it. I haven't played it for a couple of weeks, but it's it's an interesting change of pace, I would say. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up, because I know we're running kind of long at this point, um, is this game that came out probably just a couple of weeks ago called Call of the Sea. And I'm eh, there's like seven chapters. I'm on the third chapter right now. And this is very much just a first person like puzzle adventure game. People say it's, you know, Mist like. I never played Mist, so I can't really speak to that comparison. It's not super hard in terms of, you know, figuring out the puzzles. It's a lot of investigating the environments, writing down a bunch of clues in your notebook, and then using the clues to solve the puzzles. Because if you don't find the clues, you're totally screwed. And it's very, um, pacing is very, um, like, sequential, where you kind of have to find this thing before you can go do this thing. Even if you know the answer to that second thing, it won't really let you proceed until you've found the stuff before that. Which, you know, for like Chris, I like explore everything. So I end up finding stuff before I'm supposed to. And I'm like, wait, I can't solve this yet. And it's like, oh, no, I didn't find the stuff in the book. I definitely cannot solve this yet because I don't have the information I need. Um, but it's really cool. It's, it's set in like the 1930s. It's a woman in search of her explorer husband in like the Tahitian islands. So it's, you know, very pretty. 
Uh, got a whole motif going on. It's really weird to me when I boot that game up after I played Sea of Thieves because even though they're both first person, Sea of Thieves obviously is more uh, quick in its movement. You can sprint more. It's you can jump and and do things a little bit easier. And that game is slow and plotting. And I'll try to like sprint. I'm like, oh right, no, this game is very slow compared to Sea of Thieves. Also, I can't jump in this game. Also, there's different. You know, climb a ladder is a different button. It it's weird shift in in the way it plays and that's just something i experienced and that is what i want to talk about i had also seen haven on on there and i was also intrigued too i just haven't had a chance to play it yet but i think i was going to i imagine it'll be there for a while it seems like one of those games where they're game passing it to try and get some exposure yeah and i Again, I would never have probably touched it if it was, you know, pay fifteen, twenty dollars for it on its own. Yeah, yeah. I would have been like, Oh, that looks interesting, but maybe when it's five bucks, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, so we're we're an hour and a half in today, gents. Um <laughs> we've just been doing games, but it's been a while since we had a lot to talk about. It's so true, if you guys want to keep going here, uh I think I, if I you want to talk about <laughs> Sorry. Is there anything you want to talk about in terms of uh anything you've been reading or watching lately? Uh, I haven't been reading anything. I've been watching a few things on HBO Max, but nothing riveting. So I heard. But uh, <laughs> uh, the only thing riveting I think we even came close to watching is something that's been out for almost 20 years, which is The Wire. The Wire. <laughs> I heard about that. So that's pretty much about it. Um, a good show. I don't I don't think it, it's as, you know, um, as good as people made it out to be i mean it was good i don't think it was like riveting tv i didn't think but it was still good i, I enjoyed it but yeah it's interesting to see interest elba as the bad guy <laughs> um please provide me your seven word review of wonder woman 1984 uh Seven word. Hmm. It took you this long to make crap. It took Ooh. you this long to make. That's Damn it. words I can't Damn it. that. <laughs> Was it really that bad? Why is it this long? It was like three years. Uh I it, it it just it was so cheesy. Um like there's this scene where she's like running after all these tanks, and it looks like a superimposed like like they had her jog in place in front of a green screen and then filmed an entire action sequence and then superimposed her into it it was awful like hmm. it, I, I don't and, and like the whole storyline with uh her the dude from the first movie coming back into the this movie was that a chris was totally unnecessary and not a reason it had nothing to do with the movie does that make sense it, it just it was like what what why <laughs> why huh. audiences really responded to him in the first one we had to find a way to make that happen. I, I guess it, it felt like they i don't know they could have introduced some new love interest or something for her that would have made, been better i think i don't Bruce know Wayne. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. It just, it, I, I remember there was a lot of hype and I was like, yeah, that looks cool. And then I watched it and went, eh. Which is a shame yeah, because I, I really liked the first one. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't watched the second one. I have really not heard anybody claim that it was a great sequel, a great movie in its own right. It's, uh, most of everything I've read and heard has been like, huh. Well, now there's two of those now. <laughs> I got to run to it at some point, but it really not rushing to check it out. I, I wouldn't. I'd wait for it to be a dollar rental somewhere and check it out. I mean, I could watch it now. Uh, I may just, you know, try to get it on like a more visually pleasing stream than the lower quality one I may have access to. May or may not. Apparently it's the first 4K stream HBO Max has put out. Oh, really? So I'm like, ah, maybe I'll just get a month of that at some point and watch a bunch of stuff in pretty pretty 4K. I'm sure there'll be a package somewhere that will have uh, a month of HBO Max or something like that. You know, Game Pass keeps giving me these perks. Like, I got six months of Spotify Premium, and now they have like a month of Disney Plus. So once mm-hmm. they put the HBO Max on there, I'm gold. Yeah, right. It's only a matter of time. Anything uh, to report on from your side, Chris? You anything cool you watch? Any movies that no one's ever heard of that you got a beta for? <laughs> no. <laughs> um... I actually haven't been watching anything new recently. I haven't been in the mood. However, I, for some reason, I don't know why, one night I, I thought I was just going to watch an episode of this new show on Netflix. It turned out to be a movie. That's so much, so much how much I was paying attention. Um, it is called... Hold on, please. It's a... Oh, man, I'm... I'm completely blanking hold on i just cleared clack uh cash on my chrome as a way of troubleshooting an issue i lost all my login so i'm actually logging in give me a second uh it was ava ava oh that's the one with uh jessica chastain right yes i think i think i looked up i think she's actually from our town I think she's she's oh not maybe our town maybe I think she's from um like our same the same area as us which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Um, so if if you've ever seen the movie, um, Hardwire, with ha- uh, was it Hardwire? Hard I think it's Hardwire. Hold on, I have I, I know own, what you're talking about. I, I own that as well. One with Gina Carano, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I think, uh, I think you're probably right. It's called. Super prepared, by the way. Super prepared. Yeah, I'm scrolling I, through my purchases. I think I have seen that. That sounds familiar to me. Hardwired, right? No. Hardwired, right? No. Weird, I can't. Nope, that's not, that's not it. What is it? It's going to bug me now. I apologize. Not What's her name? Good. Gina Carano? Haywire. Haywire. There it is. So it reminded me a lot of that. Uh, I actually, and I really enjoyed Haywire um, I, to the point that I actually bought it because I wanted to watch it and it wasn't on anywhere I could watch it for free. So um, 
it Ava wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh, she's a very, I believe, at the very beginning of the show, like the halfway point, she was a very believable bad, uh, bad, bad girl. Like she was really good <laughs> at what she did without giving away what she did. Um, the end was a little weird, a little, a little bit different. And by the way, it has some very big names in it. Like it's, this isn't like we're talking about like a, a B movie. It was like um, people that whose names, yeah, Malkovich is in it. Uh, Colin, Colin Farrell's Farrell. in it. Um, like it was like it was like a low like a you know a no name people. Um, the, the common rapper, is in it. Common, yeah, Common's in it, yeah. Um, so who I actually like, I think he's a, actually a, he's a fairly decent. I think he's a better actor, actor than a rapper. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. I actually like I actually like his stuff. Anyway, um, but yeah, I it was it was it was something that I would I would definitely suggest people look into. I would I'm not raving about it, but. Uh, give it, give it a, give it a. Like I said, certain fact that I was waiting for it to the episode to end, and it was like I looked like, oh my god, it's been over an hour. This is a movie. <laughs> I felt stupid after that point, and then I went to bed because I couldn't uh, stay awake for the whole thing. But uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a very interesting, very interesting movie. But that's about the only thing I've actually watched that was new. One of these days, I'm gonna put together like a little marathon. I'm gonna watch Ava, Atomic Blonde, and finish it off with the Trash Fire of Peppermint. <laughs> Trash a lot of fire fun. of peppermint. Uh, it's uh, think Liam uh, taken, uh, but female version almost. It's it's just like she's out for revenge against these people that did stuff to her. It was bad. <laughs> did stuff to her. <laughs> well, I don't want to give it away if he ever actually wants to watch it. But okay, sure. It's you know I've heard it's terrible, but okay. sometimes it's, you know me. Sometimes it's what I want. Oh, I no you talking about beavers. <laughs> Zombievers, whatever it was. Oh god. Zombievers. Oh, oh man, so good. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, I I couldn't. I had to walk out of the room. I could not. I could not watch that movie. It was. It I didn't was... think you were even here. I thought it was just me and. Uh... No, we watched it. It was. We watched it at some point. There's there was two of them, wasn't there? I'm sure. There was yeah, something we wa- you watched, watched here. Something first when you, when you lived I... here. Oh god, that was um, poultry guys. Oh, that's that. Sorry, wrong, wrong animal. My bad. It was chickens, not beavers. Oh, that, that was actually that was that was much, that was too much for me. I mean, I finished it. <laughs> that's saying it got, something. It went really down some some avenues of just what, but um, zombie beavers was tame by comparison. <laughs> Still, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> to, each the, to each their own, though. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, definitely not for me. Um, all right, so I've been in kind of a, a sci-fi place for some reason lately, and maybe just, I don't know, I guess I have been because I was reading those other books that were sci-fi-ish. Uh, I, I, I kind of finished the books I had on loan from the library, so I had this book been sitting around. It was the second book in a series that I started a couple of years ago called uh, Andromeda Dark, which obviously I never talked about on this podcast because it was two years ago. But it's about this, this you know, it's it's probably like 24th century humans or something. And they're taking this giant spaceship to the galactic core. They've met aliens before. They have cool uh, sci-fi science going on. And on the way there, they get transported 4 billion years into the future. And so since then, it's been basically about what what, it's the, what is the galaxy like 4 billion years in the future? 
uh, and and how they kind of find their place. And the first one uh, had to do with encountering this entity called the the Andromedan Dark. It's basically like a fifth dimension entity that can pop into our reality at will and and attack people. It's it's kind of wild. Um, so the second book has been kind of it's a little bit later. They've been traveling around. And they've kind of met like the it's the galactic cooperative sort of the species that you know run not run things it's like an, it's an alliance pretty much. But it's it's I always I liked it because I mean I talked about this at some point somebody when I read the first book I was literally taking notes I was writing stuff down that they were mentioning like these futurism concepts um, like Dyson swarms and mega structures and star lifting. All these things that people have hypothesized would be possible in the, I don't know, a thousand years in the future kind of thing, and that part's been interesting because they that like that's all reality now. That's like that's old hat to some of these civilizations. Uh, so the sci-fi part of it's 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 been interesting. The the human plots suck. <laughs> They're <laughs> like human. Well, it, it's it's unfair in a way because the humans are still humans from you know shortly in our in our future they're still pretty petty and and power hungry and in four billion four billion years in the future all the other civilizations have gone way past that point they've basically all gotten to a point where they've decided that the best way to survive is to upload themselves into a a, a virtual reality matrix forever and just live out their inter- eternity in in that method with some of them staying behind to keep it running basically and so it's it's interesting because the humans now are like look to for how do we fight something? We don't fight stuff anymore. We're all like super peaceful and chill, which is <laughs> it's kind of dumb. I don't know. I, I like the science aspect and like the whole alien encounter thing. So there, I think there's a third book. I'll see if I can find it on the cheap or something. And then uh, in the same vein, I guess I randomly found a, a sci-fi comic from one of my humble bundles. It was not good <laughs> it's oh. called deep gravity and i was hoping it would be better but it was basically the main character is pretty much a stalker who spent three years on a spaceship to get to a new planet to tell this woman who left him why she was wrong to do that it was fucking weird and at the end they're like buddy buddy and it, i'm not sure who wrote it but i feel like they have some things that should work out <laughs> um and i started watching the expanse did i talk about that before uh, I don't remember you you talking about the expanse. No, I don't think I did. Yeah. I, I kind of picked it up on a whim, and I got really into it. I'm, I think I'm in somewhere in mid season two right now. Uh, obviously, like it was a book series first, and then they made a, a show out of it. But I think the fact that it was on, I think it debuted on like sci-fi, and I was like, nah. But it's it's cool because. It's still probably like in the 23rd century or something. It's, you know, people have only gotten as far as like Jupiter uh, and the asteroid belt and stuff. But it's, you know, they, they mine asteroids for water and stuff like that. But the, the whole crux of the show and, 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 the, and the IP, I guess, is just the differences between people like, and, and, the, and the cultures that exist between Earth and Mars and the belt. They call them belters. They're like their own subclass at this point of like looked down looked down upon by everybody else, even though they're responsible for providing resources to keep everybody else alive. And like there's stuff going on, you know, political intrigue and kidnappings, and there's actually an alien thing happening, 
which I haven't figured out where the deal is with that. But I actually, they keep it relatively grounded just from a perspective of, yeah, that would totally happen. I can see why that would be a thing. And that's kept me engaged. Um, characters are, they're so-so. Uh, Thomas Jane is like the, one of the main guys and his career is weird, but uh, <laughs> he seems to be doing all right with this show. And that, yeah, I guess that concludes my sci-fi ramblings for today. Uh, one thing I forgot to actually mention, um, out of nowhere, I realized it, after we recorded the last one that Ready Player Two came out. You mentioned that, I think. Did I mention it? That it was like a surprise yeah. release, and you were like, what, yeah. it came out? So I got it, and I've read it. Um, I don't think we should talk about it yet uh, until you guys read it. Okay. It's going to be very hard to talk about that book without giving well, away stuff. I haven't so, read the first one yet, so it's on my list of ones to buy. Okay. Well, tell you what. I will buy it for both of you if you guys read it. <sighs> That's the only way I would read it. I didn't like the first book. I have no in, like no intention of reading the second one. I, I'll tell you this right now. The second waste book, the money. <laughs> it's not it's not a hard read at all. Um, I like I said I don't want to I don't want to flavor your guys's interpretation of it with my own ideas of what it was. But like I said, I will I will I'm I'm curious though because I've talked to other people about it who've had different or the same opinions as my myself. So I'm curious to get your guys's opinions because I know the fact that it's either the same or, or the direct opposite of mine. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what you guys think about the second book in the series for a, a series. that actually, I really enjoyed the first book. I, I, I'm the opposite side of, of Chris. I really, I really enjoyed the first one. I've read it, reread it multiple times. So yeah. So ready player two book club. That's what you're proposing. Cliff cliffhanger episode cliffhanger. Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Come back next time or possibly the one after that <laughs> depends on how fast amazon ships because <laughs> it took oh. me like a week to get mine oh i'd probably buy mine on kindle okay instantaneous see i, I would want a physical copy so i could give it away to somebody else after i was done i would have to like sully my library with it <laughs> I have no reason to believe it's bad. Like, none. I haven't read anything about it. I just... I thought the first book was so fucking pandering. Anyway. <laughs> you know, if, if you want to send me a book, I'll read the book. All right. I'll send, I'll send, I'll send Ryan some Amazon credit to buy Kindle. Or just... We could just... If you bought it already, just pass it around. What do you mean? Oh. Oh, the actual do book itself? Yeah. yeah. I do have a physical copy, yeah. Just, you know, oh. mail it or or, you know... Whatever you can figure something. Oh, just out. drive by and throw it at your house. Yeah, just drive by, and chuck it at me pa like a paper boy, and yeah. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right. Tune in next time to hear what one of us might have to say about Ready Player Two. <laughs> Hopefully, all of us. Possibly all of us. Who knows when we'll record again? In a few weeks, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Any uh, last words then? I guess. No. Thank you guys very much for listening. All, uh, what, 17 of you? Yeah. Maybe there's huge, more? Huge crowd. We do appreciate I, it. I have no metrics on individual people. Yeah. The, so 17's a great number. I like it. If I, I literally I made it up off the top of my head. I have no idea. But 
Um, I'm, I'm enjoying making these. I don't know if you guys are as well. Well, I, I stopped being enjoy, uh, enjoying it a while ago. I just keep asking you guys because I feel guilty about it. Oh, really? That makes sense. No. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. No, I, I look forward to it. It's fun and it's just it's silly. And yep. I, I don't talk to my parents about video games, so I need somewhere to get that out. Yeah, my mom called before we started recording, and I was like, Mom, I gotta go. They're waiting for me. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm recording the podcast. She's like, what about? Oh, you know, video games and books and that kind of stuff, movies they watch. Silence. Okay, well, you have fun with that. <laughs> she didn't ask me what it was called or <laughs> what it was. I'm like, Whenever okay. I tell somebody that we're doing a podcast, like, oh, really? What's about? That's cool. Yeah. How did you get into that? I'm like, oh, it's just a thing I wanted to do. <laughs> like, I've really, no one's really been like negative in any way. Why would they be negative? But just, you know, it's never been any like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I was she, always like, oh, cool. Yeah, she wasn't negative about it. She just didn't, I don't think she understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, what show? What was that on? I'm like, it's a, it's audio only, mom. So we're not actually recording pictures of our or videos of ourselves. <laughs> I think I tried to tell my mom how a podcast works, and it was like this. I have to like get get your phone in my hands to even make this. Yeah, makes sense. I need I need like a PowerPoint presentation and about thirty minutes to explain this to you, mom. <laughs> can I team viewer to your phone? We can make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the answer to the question is yes, actually. I think you can too. Yeah. But <laughs> I have it on our on our on our laptop already. I'll probably just leave it at that. Dude, a side tangent. Oddly enough, Teams actually has built-in uh, access to phones remote control. Isn't that awesome? Hmm. I think that's amazing uh, from a Maybe. from an IT side. Maybe we can like push out Teams to everybody in our department, and boom, your problem with the phone. Instead of having to FaceTime me on your personal phone so I can see your work <laughs> phone, let me just control your work phone. <laughs> Yeah, no, sure. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Tangent over. Click. I don't, I don't know. My, my company made me download some third-party app in order to use Microsoft Office. And when installing the app, it goes, you give permission for us to see all of your personal data, erase your phone whenever we please. And I was like, I am not installing this. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, not on my personal phone. Yeah, definitely. All right. That should... Uh... I guess about wrap it up. <laughs> there we go. Well, I kind of figured that last part was just kind of added. I didn't yeah, think they were going to cut all this crap at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to now, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is just mostly like, okay, in the recording. Go ahead, in the recording. I, was still, I didn't even sign off. Whatever. Uh, sorry, go ahead and sign off. We can cut that in. Maybe, maybe we did. I don't remember at this point. I thought we already said goodbye. That's why I was confused. Chris was Chris got on in the whole like thanks for listening and then we were talking about seventeen people and I yeah don't know. okay this is it for reals thank you for <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> we'll catch you next maybe, episode maybe when I went to the until until next time when we have a, whatever I'm gonna stop the recording now okay bye guys <laughs> bye. <laughs>